You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. pair in Norwich. (laughs) When you move to Norwich, it's quite difficult to find um, a house for two people if you're not a couple. Um, I moved to Norwich (laughs) 18 months ago um, to move in with my best friend Daisy. Yeah, and we did eventually find a house uh, with two lovely, lovely landlords. Very sweet landlords who live next door to us, Mm -hmm. um, which is at first worrying, but uh, ultimately helpful. Um, and so we spent the first sort of six months of living together developing a really nice routine. Yeah, we would, so, yeah. We would cook together. Watch lots of TV. We would drink together. A lot. It was really nice. <laughs> um, and then January last year, we went into town mm-hmm. um, for one of our boring admin-y housemate um, trips to buy toiletries and... Cleaning products. Courgettes. Um, <laughs> and on the way back, I uh, proposed the idea of going for a drink. Which is very uncharacteristic of you. Because I'm not a fan of afternoon pints or spontaneity or <laughs> the ten bells generally. Um, <laughs> but we, we went for a drink. And then another drink. And then we had another drink. And then another one. And then we had one more drink. At uh, least. At least, and as um, Molly said, after four to five to six pints, um, things get interesting. Things get strange, and we sort of like started delving into our friendship thus far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started to think about uh, how people see us. People often say kind of one of two things: either they say, "Oh, you must be secretly in love with each other. You've moved in together. You have a great time. What's going on here? What's going on?" Or they they think that we're such great friends that they're like, oh, you must be like brother and sister? Are you like brother and sister? And you're like, no, we're like best friends. You know how, you know how men and women can be best friends? That, that thing. Um, and and then, then we started to think about how we view each other. Mm. Remembering that we're really drunk at this point. Mm-hmm. We start thinking about this. Um, and we get home and I say to Lewis, have you ever fancied me? And I said, yes. <laughs> and then with my heart in my throat, I said, have you, have you ever fancied me? <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> and then one thing led to another. <laughs> and whilst communicating. It was very consensual. And... <laughs> And, and we made love. We, we banged. <laughs> and no. the next morning, we woke up, and we checked in with one another, and we're like, were you, were you cool? You cool with what happened? And we were both cool with what had happened. Yeah. Um, we never thought we'd see each other naked. It's um, very weird. Um, and then 
we had our first real date. No, we went on the trip to the cinema that we had planned to do the week before. To see the life-affirming, feel-good film, Three, Three Billboards, Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> and then it kind of carried on. We, uh, suddenly we were housemates who also did this other thing. And I spent a couple of months just having a great time. Um, it, was, it was nice, and I, I didn't really think about it too much. I was just going with it. It was great. I spent the next two months racked with anxiety and worry <laughs> over what this was, <laughs> what we might have ruined, what we were going to finally call this thing. <laughs> and um, so eventually I sat Daisy down and said, right, we need to, we need to talk about like, what this is, what we are to one another, what we're going to call it. Mm. Are, we, are we partners? Boyfriend and girlfriend? Lovers? Is he my sex guy? <laughs> That's my sex guy dance. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we decided that it was more than just that, um, which meant that we had to start telling other people. While still not having a word, we still don't no. have a word for this. <laughs> um, but we, ha we had to start, what was the suggestion? I'm, I'm a poet, yeah, so, and, and Daisy is a writer, so we should, have, <laughs> we should have words for this. But sometimes the best things in life, Lucy, don't have <laughs> words. You think about that. <laughs> and, um, so, so we started telling our friends. Well, we, and, and I told my best friend back in London, and um, her advice was, move out, move out now. Go, <laughs> go, go. It's not a good idea. Which I, I didn't do. Spoiler alert, I didn't move out. Like, it's fine. Um, but then we had to tell our parents. Yeah. How did telling your mother go, Daisy? <laughs> um, it was, it, do you know what? It was, it was great. As I was home for a weekend, and as is our habit, we shared a bottle of wine, got a bit tipsy. And my mum was one of those people that said, oh, there must be something going on. You must love him. What's happening? Uh, and so she used to make jokes a lot about us sleeping together. And she made one of the jokes, and there was too much of a pause before I laughed. And her face was just like, oh, my God, tell me everything. And she really means that. Inappropriate jokes, inappropriate questions. So many inappropriate questions. Um, but it was, she was thrilled. She was so excited. How about your mum? My mum was thrilled and excited, but she had a much more sort of low-key sort of like, I, knew, I, I saw that. I Which saw that coming. And, um, we didn't. We didn't. We did not see that coming. <laughs> and um, so I then told my dad, and my dad had a much like even lower-key response. <laughs> um, I said, one of our many euphemisms, I said, right, so just so you know, Daisy and I are now seeing one another. It's like a sort of transitive verb seems better than a noun in that sense. And I said, so we're, we're now like seeing each other. And, and he said, well, you, you see each other every day. <laughs> and I said, yes, but try. my dad was raised a Catholic, so I tried to speak his language. And I said, so we're now we're seeing each other in the biblical sense. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, well, Lewis, that is to know one another. That's, I mean, that's not even not as bad as what my dad said to you. So, so we, we've, we've, we've now moved on. We've become very comfortable with one, one another's families. Um, I go for walks with Daisy and her parents. It's very nice. Daisy's father is a retired police officer. He was a, um, he was a detective. And so you get to ask him all sorts of really interesting <laughs> questions and play a game called Where to Hide the Body, um, <laughs> where he'll tell you all the things that are wrong with your murder investigation. Um, and then he'll end that by stopping dead in the woods, looking you in the eye and going, of course, the most likely person to kill you is your partner. <laughs> I'm like, partner, that is a good one. Um, but, but, but yeah. Within all of this, there is still one set of people that we haven't told. We've not told our landlords. 
And so we've started to play games with them. <laughs> They're still unsure mm -hmm. of what's going on next door. And so they keep, they, they sort of knew that we moved in as friends, but now they're sort of trying to work out what's yeah, happened it's since. It's, it's, quite, it's quite the conversational riddle. We, um, we had a mouse infestation uh, <laughs> a couple of months ago. Um, and while we, they were very lovely about it, and while we were waiting for pest control, our landlord came and knocked on the door. They, the, the mice were in my room, so that we still have our own bedrooms, which is like, really important to us. And it's too much. Keeps the relationship alive. Um, but the mice were in my room, and I could hear them in the middle of the night. We set traps. You'd hear the, like, the snap of the mouse trap at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had to empty it. It was just horrendous, and I was not sleeping properly. And so he came around, and he said, oh, oh, it must be really horrible to have mice in your room. Um, we've, got, we've got this trundle bed that our five-year-old used to use. If you want to set that up, you could sleep in the living room on it. And I sort of went, yeah, that would there are no other available beds no. to you. <laughs> Whereas they had been staying in, in my room all week. And I, he came up to me in the street um, at like midsummer and was like, oh, are you guys going away this summer or anything? And he said, oh, are you going away this summer? And I said, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're going up to Yorkshire. And he said, you and Daisy. <laughs> I was like, yep. And we, we like the idea that they go home and they sort of swap notes. <laughs> so she says, oh, I saw them. Were they holding hands? Does that mean anything? <laughs> They're millennials, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But basically, we've spent so long having to like tell everybody our relationship mm -hmm. status um, that we're hoping that because there are loads of people here tonight, that we won't have to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. That you guys can just go forth spread the and word. spread the word <laughs> about our sex life. <laughs> And it'll all be fine. So we don't have to. We, we met up with two of our mates yesterday in a pub and had to tell them this whole story it's over again. Like, here we go. All right. Okay. So hopefully if we tell it now, we don't have to tell anyone again until we move out of our house and we let on to our landlords that we've been together the whole time. <laughs> Thank okay. you very much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website truestorieslive.co.uk.